الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والذين امنوا اشد حبا لله وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم വായിക്കണം brothers and elders insan by nature is a being that is filled with love and the child is born as the child starts growing up starts recognizing who's around, who's who. And there's a natural bond that already has started to form. If the child is in some distress, many people will come and try to comfort the child, but perhaps he'll become more distressed. And the mother takes the child, and immediately the child starts getting comforted. What was this difference? others were trying to do the same thing that that mother did they weren't hurting the child in any way they weren't harming the child in any way they weren't doing anything that would try and cause any difficulty to the child but the child became even more restless started crying even more but as soon as the mother took the child the child already started feeling comforted and the short while is completely at peace what is the difference the difference is that natural attachment and love that the child has for the mother which now he started recognizing who is his mother so when he recognized the mother that already gave comfort the mother bore the child but she wasn't the creator of the child she was the means of the child coming into this world but she did not bless the child with all the faculties all the limbs and organs she did not bless the child with anything but despite that being the means there is this bond and attachment so insan has been created by allah taala allah taala is the creator Allah Ta'ala blessed him with everything. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with all that we possess physically, materially, in every aspect, whatever we have, whatever we enjoy and benefit from, everything is from Allah Ta'ala alone. The difference is that when the child is still very much smaller, he doesn't recognize who is who. so now there is no real recognition of the mother it really doesn't make any difference to the child 
But when he starts to recognize the mother, he knows where his comfort is. Likewise, this is just as an example. Allah Ta'ala is beyond any resemblance to the makhluk. But we have failed to recognize who is our creator. We don't have that marifat, that recognition. And as a result, that bond and attachment, that love, that muhabbat, that should be there for our Rabb, that is lacking. And since that is lacking, we try to look for this comfort anywhere and everywhere else, but where it is. But a person who has recognized that Allah Ta'ala is his Rabb, Allah Ta'ala is his creator, Allah Ta'ala is the one that shows all the ni'mats and bounties and blessings upon him. And again tomorrow on the day of Qiyamah, he's going to have to account to Allah Ta'ala alone. And when he is constantly conscious of all these countless ni'mats and bounties that he is using, and then he strives to be grateful to Allah Ta'ala for all the innumerable favors, then in time this bond develops, this muhabbat grows, and when this happens, then he finds where his comfort is. Dunya is dunya, dunya is a place of tests. There will be all kinds of conditions that will come. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us from all tests and trials. But despite whatever condition might come externally, and though a person being insan would feel pain, he'll feel grief, he'll feel all the things that other human beings feel, but his heart will always be in comfort. His heart will be with Allah Ta'ala. Because his bond has been developed. Being in dunya, being in sun, we have a natural affinity to the things around us also. This is also something Allah Ta'ala has created in insan. Allah Ta'ala has placed the muhabbat of these things in the heart of insan. Because without that, this dunya won't function. The love of his wife, Allah Ta'ala put in his heart. The love of his wealth, Allah Ta'ala put in his heart. Allah Ta'ala is describing this in the Quran Sharif. The love of his children, Allah Ta'ala put in his heart. All the various material things, gold and silver and horses and whatever. But, in all this, Allah Ta'ala has given him a directive. That this is something that is part of your nature, but as a mu'min, the nature of iman must dominate everything else. And therefore, in the ayat of the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ حُبَّ لِلَّهِ that Those who have iman, who believe in Allah Ta'ala, they are most intense in their love for Allah Ta'ala. The natural love that exists in their hearts for things around them, that is natural. But that doesn't come anywhere close to the love for Allah Ta'ala. The love of Allah Ta'ala dominates everything. And where this becomes apparent is, where there is an apparent clash. For a mu'min there is no clash really. But externally, apparently there is a clash. 
On the one side is the command of Allah Ta'ala. The other side is the demand of somebody around us which contradicts the command of Allah Ta'ala. <coughs> what does a person now give preference to? Does he give preference to upholding the command of Allah Ta'ala? Or does he give in to the demand of those who are demanding something against Allah Ta'ala's command? Let alone others. On the one side is the command of Allah Ta'ala, the other side is the demand of his own nafs. His nafs is demanding that he should commit that haram, cast that haram glance. But Allah Ta'ala's command is, قُلِّ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ يَغُضُّوا مِنْ أَبْصَارِهِمْ وَيَحْفَظُوا فُرُوجَهُمْ Say to the believing men that they must lower their gaze and they must protect their chastity. Now this is that apparent clash for a mu'min, true mu'min, somebody who has gained the ma'rifat of Allah Ta'ala. Now there is no question about what he should be doing. It just goes without saying that he is going to be upholding the command of Allah Ta'ala. But the person is still somewhere in between. Now there is this tug of war. Does he give in to this demand of his nafs? Or does he uphold the law of Allah Ta'ala? That come what may, I will not commit this haram, I will not cast this haram glance, I will fulfill what Allah Ta'ala wants from me. Now when it comes to that point, that he does not give in to that haram demand, then this is the sign that the love of Allah Ta'ala is dominant. But, if it is the other way around, that, that something pops on that screen and it's like his iman has popped out. Many a times the person says that I didn't even intend it but something just popped onto that screen. But something popped on that screen to start off with has a person taken the precautions to ensure that he does not get into a situation that will cause him to fall. If a person hasn't taken the precautions then he's to blame. And Allah forbid, if he took the precautions and still something happened, which can sometimes take place. So now that is going to be the moment to now be steadfast. And what will keep him steadfast is, depends what is greater in his heart. Is the love of Allah Ta'ala greater? Then he will be immediately driven to now get rid of whatever has come on. And he will be disgusted by it. He will be completely afraid that though this was not something intentional, in that brief moment also have I damaged my iman. So I need to make istighfar now. I need to clear up the effects of whatever might have happened. Rather than that something just popped, so his iman popped also. His taqwa popped in one moment. Whatever was acquired in the month of Ramadan, suddenly all just fizzled out in just thin air. All the tears of Laylatul Qadr just dried out in one second. So the issue there is that the love of Allah Ta'ala hasn't yet grown in our hearts to the point where that can become the driving point. That can become the driver within us. So this is what we have to make an effort for. To develop the love of Allah Ta'ala. To strengthen the love of Allah Ta'ala. To 
keep increasing the love of Allah Ta'ala in our hearts, this love is what drives a person. This love is what drives him out of the bed at the time of Fajr, whether it's a very cold winter morning, or it's a very early time of the summer Fajr, it is the love of Allah Ta'ala that will drive him without any difficulty out of the bed to go and fulfill the command of Allah Ta'ala. Not in a manner of trying to just get done with something, but out of love, out of muhabbat for Allah Ta'ala. That my Rabb has called me. My Allah has called me. If a person is now, for example, he just got married and suddenly at an odd time he got the call that now for the first, now he's the, whatever the circumstances might have been, that his wife is now going to be brought to his house now, at a very odd time. So now he might send a message back that I'm still fast asleep, we'll see tomorrow. These are the examples that we understand best. So what is, what drives a person in life in all things, whether it is his business, whether it is, business is something still that if he's doing it in a correct manner, that too is ibadat. What drives him towards futile things, entertainment, sports? It's that love for it that has settled in the heart, the passion for it. Now, this is what has to be developed in our hearts for Allah Ta'ala. So this love of Allah Ta'ala, this is what Allah Ta'ala is bringing our attention to in the Qur'an Sharif. وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ حُبَّ لِلَّهِ Allah Ta'ala hasn't forbidden the love of the other things that are naturally in the heart of a person. Allah Ta'ala has kept that permissible for him. The love for his wife, the love for his children, the love for his material possessions is natural. If he didn't love the things he owned, he wouldn't take care of it. It wouldn't bother him if it just got destroyed. Somebody stole it. Whereas now, that's not the case. If somebody tries to take it away, he will... Protected. Why? Because of this natural love. Allah didn't make that forbidden. That is human nature. But that cannot be allowed to come in the way of the love of Allah. So the thing that is to be focused on is this to acquire this muhabbat. How is this muhabbat acquired? So among the things that this muhabbat is developed with, one of the things is to constantly remember consciously the innumerable favors of Allah Ta'ala. The more a person remembers the favors of Allah Ta'ala and makes shukar, the shukar will develop this attachment. Somebody keeps giving some hadiyah to somebody, keeps doing some favors for someone, how long will he stay aloof? He knows who's bringing the things, he knows who's doing the favors for him. Even if he disliked the person, after one day, one week, one month, this person does so much for me, it becomes natural that he starts becoming attached, inclined to the person. He starts becoming closer to the person. This is insan, this is makhluk. And insan and makhluk can only do so much for us. But yes, we are obliged to be grateful to even the means. To those who have done us some favor, we are obliged to be grateful to them. Though they were just the means, Allah Ta'ala is the benefactor. 
So when Allah Ta'ala is the benefactor in reality, and Allah Ta'ala's bounties and ni'mats upon us are innumerable, to sit and ponder over this, this muraqaba of shukr. As we discussed previously, the muraqaba of various other aspects, muraqaba of moth, and one of the things that we discussed previously, muraqaba of the ma'iyat of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala is with me, Allah is aware of me. To sit down, give time to it, these are all things that develop this bond and attachment. When a person does this in a dedicated manner, one is haphazardly, one is something that's just done by the way, it was done two days and skipped two days. If that egg, the chicken sits on that egg, the hen sits on that egg for three days, then runs around for another two, three days, then comes back and sits on the egg for another one, two days, it will not hatch, no life will come into it. It has to sit on that egg continuously for 21 days. When that hen has been sitting on that egg constantly for 21 days, Allah Ta'ala blows life into that dead egg. But now this is the system of dunya Allah Ta'ala has created. That there will have to be that constancy. Now for 21 days without any break, that egg, the hen remained on that egg. What happens? Life comes into it. And now from something that was dead, there's a live chicken that comes out. And that too is the Qudrat of Allah Ta'ala. This thing was completely sealed. There was no air that could get into it. But a living chick comes out of this. And that too, it pecks at that spot of that shell, which is the weakest spot of that whole egg. Who inspired it to do that? Allah. So in any case, that constancy was required. If that hen keeps running around, that will just rot and nothing will come out of it. So likewise, these muraqabas, etc., whatever we have been discussing, what is necessary is, for a period of time, a person constantly, regularly, with dedication, does these things. For the duration of time that is required, and daily. And in time, this will show its effect. So now daily a person is giving 3-4 minutes, 5 minutes, 2-3 times a day if possible, to the muraqaba of ma'iyad, the various ayat of the Qur'an Sharif, which could be repeated in the heart as a form of this muraqaba, alam ya'lam bi anna Allah yara, this is an ayat of Surah Iqra which everybody is familiar with, alam ya'lam, does he not know? Bi anna Allah yara, that Allah is watching. Now a person is in his heart, repeatedly meditating on this ayat. Alam ya'lam bi anna Allah yara, does he not know that Allah is watching? Now he is making this settle in his heart, so that at the time when he is tempted by shaitan, this will ring in his heart. Alam ya'lam bi anna Allah yara. يَعْلَمُ خَائِنَةَ الْأَعْيُنِ وَمَا تُخْفِ السُّدُورِ Allah Ta'ala knows the deception of the eye and what the heart conceals. If the heart, eye is committing haram, Allah Ta'ala knows that. And because of the presence of people, if the eye is, mashallah, very, very well controlled, but the heart is out of control. The heart is in all immersed in haram. Allah Ta'ala knows that also. Insan, they will see up to the eye. They can't see beyond that. 
But Allah Ta'ala sees in the depths of the heart. Now he's repeating this ayat over and over again in his heart. يَعْلَمُ خَائِنَةَ الْأَعْيُنَ وَمَا تُخْفِي الصُّدُورِ وَهُوَ مَعَكُمْ أَيْنَ مَا كُنْتُمْ Allah is with you, He is with you wherever you are. He is with you wherever you are. He knows fully what is going on. So a person is repeating these ayat, repeating this in his mind and heart. Allah is aware of what I am doing. Jo karta hai tu chupke ahle jaha se, dekhta hai tujhe koi asma se. That what you are doing secretly away from the people of dunya, then somebody is still watching you from above. People you can deceive, Allah Ta'ala we can't deceive. So now, when this will happen constantly, now this will build a bond. Now it becomes difficult to deliberately commit sin. Because this, this consciousness has developed. Likewise, this is muraqaba of shukr. Muraqaba of shukr, sitting down and pondering, meditating. Starting off maybe the first day or one first session, the muraqaba of all the ni'mats of Iman and Islam and Deen that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with. The greatest of all ni'mats is Iman. There are billions out there without this ni'mat. What a great gift Allah Ta'ala has bestowed us with. We didn't deserve anything. We didn't have any kind of special relationship with Allah Ta'ala. We didn't make any application for this. Allah Ta'ala out of His grace and mercy bestowed us with Iman. To ponder over that. Then there are many, Alhamdulillah, they have Iman. But they don't even have any idea of what Islam is. What Deen is all about. How to perform Salah is far away. They have no idea how to make that wudu. Or what are the faraiz of that ghusl, they don't have any idea. Allah Ta'ala blessed us to know all these things. Allah Ta'ala gave us tawfiq to perform Salah. Allah Ta'ala gives us a tawfiq to take His name. Allah Ta'ala enable us to recite the Qur'an Sharif. Allah Ta'ala grants us so many opportunities of so many good actions, though we don't deserve anything. To make shukr for each aspect individually. Alhamdulillahi ala ni'matil iman. Alhamdulillahi ala ni'matil islam. Alhamdulillahi ala ni'matil Qur'an. And on all these things, each aspect, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Then the next time, the, all the bounties and ni'mas of his physical self. Had he been blind, can the whole world give him his sight? Shukar upon this ni'mat. If he was deaf, can anybody return that? Can anybody grant him that hearing? Allah Ta'ala gave him the hearing to make shukar upon that. And in this manner, everything else. Then, all the things around us. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with families. What a great ni'mat. If a person was alone, nobody to have any kind of link up with, association with, what a kind of life that is. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with all these ni'mats and bounties. So the more a person remembers this, these favors of Allah Ta'ala and makes shukr upon it, then this will bring him closer to Allah Ta'ala, develop this bond and this love. And this is the driving factor. To the extent that this love is in the heart, this will drive him. Now, when Allah Ta'ala is the one that's blessing him with everything and he is beginning to now become conscious of this all the time. So at the time of Fajr, when the Mu'azzin says, Hayya ala salah, hayya ala al-falah, it would not be possible for him to continue sleeping now. My Allah has called me through the Mu'azzin and I am not responding. 
Allah Ta'ala bless me with everything and I'm just ignoring it. I'm just tossing again the other direction and I'm just carrying on to sleeping. Impossible. How can this be possible now? At the time of Zuhr Asr, the Muazzin has called Hayya al-Salah, Hayya al-Falah. No, I, Allah Ta'ala has called me but I'm too busy with my work now. I'm too busy making money now. I'm too busy serving customers now so I can't go now. That won't be possible. And Allah forbid, this is a faraway thing. That now the Muazzin has called and somebody continues still in something haram. He wouldn't be involved in the haram in the first place. Or something futile. He's too busy with his sports. He's too busy with some other things. That won't be possible. When? Provided that this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala has settled in the heart. When this condition has become his condition, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ حُبَّ لِلَّهِ That those who believe in Allah Ta'ala, their love for Allah Ta'ala is more intense. So, this is the aspect to develop. So one is this shukr. Then the aspect is to constantly adopt the company of the lovers of Allah Ta'ala. The company of the people of taqwa. Pious company. Good company. That is something that rubs off. This aspect of company, companionship, sahba. This is something which is established in the Quran Sharif, established in the Ahadith. This is something which is logical. That the kind of company a person keeps, that is what becomes his condition. If you take just plain water, just plain water, but if you put that water and mix it into zamzam, that water was water, but the barkat of the zamzam will come into it. The barkat of the zamzam will come into it, and all the benefits of Drinking Zamzam will come through drinking this water also. Whereas it was just plain water. This didn't come from the well of Zamzam. But what brought the Barkat into it? It mixed itself with the water of Zamzam. And if you take that same water which was plain water, which had that opportunity to become Zamzam, what it decided to do? That water decided to go and flow into the bottle of alcohol or into the glass of some alcohol and wine, what will become the end result? That that will become equally najis. Just as that was najis and impure, this water which was pure, which was clean water, it became impure. Why? By association. It had that ability to become, to gain within it the barakat of zamzam. But it chose to become part of that glass of wine and alcohol, it became najis also. Now, if that fell onto a person's clothing, he'll have to wash it, he can't perform his salah with it. So, this is the aspect of association. When a person will associate with good company, wherever he is, he keeps seeking out good company. Hazrat Al Qamar, the student of Abdullah bin Mas'ud, such a great personality. And he was of that standing, Abdullah bin Mas'ud used to endorse him, that whatever I know, he knows. What an endorsement from the ustad of the student. He says, anything you want, that I know, he knows it. He's learned it. In any case, he comes to Sham. He's coming to Sham and Syria for the first time. So now he is concerned. So when he comes, the first thing what he does, he goes to the masjid. 
he performs two rakat salah. After having performed two rakat salah, what dua he is making? Now he is a person of this caliber. The student of the great Sahabi has Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala And he is in that era and time where khair and good is at its height. Everywhere, all around, there's people of goodness, everything is taqwa, is abounding. But now he comes to a new place, he comes to a new environment that's new to him. What is his first concern? Forms two rakat salah. That he's making dua. Allahumma yassir li jaleesan saliha. Allahumma yassir li jaleesan saliha. Ya Allah, grant me good companions. Give me good friends. Now a person of that level, that caliber, but he's concerned that I must be in good company. And now he makes this dua and then he comes out and he sits somewhere and a short while later he sees some very personality coming, somebody awful personality. So he asks those around him that who is this? Because he recognizes that this is somebody very senior. says this is the Sahabi Abu Darda radiallahu So he then greets him and he says to him, I just made dua to Allah Ta'ala and I see this as the answer to my dua that Allah Ta'ala brought you next to me. So I made dua, it's like due to that concern of his and that dua of sincere dua that he made, Allah Ta'ala sent the well to the thirsty person. So the Sahabi is being sent to become the companion of him. But the lesson in this is that what concern he had, being a person of that caliber, he is also concerned his company must be right. When a person will be in the company of those who have attachment with Allah Ta'ala, then inshallah he will also go in that direction. Together with that company, is one is human company, the other is the company of things around us. Where a person is somewhere, now in a place where there isn't anybody that he can find, he is isolated somewhere, the writings of the Ahlullah are the next best thing to their physical company. Their writings, their talks. So, to read the kitabs of the Ahlullah, to have that not just for the sake of information. Unfortunately, this is where our problem lies. That we read something, it's for the information only. Let's see what's new in this. Or how exciting it might be. The writings of the Ahlullah are to be read as a substitute for their sohbat for their companionship. And even if we read the same thing ten times, inshallah there will be new benefit. There will be a greater benefit each time. So, to make that a part and parcel of a person's daily routine in fact, that some time of the day, he dedicates to reading some of the writings of the Akabir. The Kitab of Hazrat Shahki Makhtar Sahib, many of them have been translated into English as well. And, Many of his majalis have been translated into English. Then there are many, many other kitabs, but of our authentic akabir of our silsila. This is also something very important, inshallah we might discuss this in more detail some other day, that we don't take chances. We stick to what we are sure about. You will hear many things. We will hear many fancy slogans. 
there will be many, many things that will be sounding very nice. There will be things looking very attractive. But many people took these very fancy slogans on face value or whatever they found something very attractive and started reading something and Allah forbid, in a short while they slipped away somewhere far. So we don't take chances. We make mashura with those who are familiar with things and then we stick to that. So this companionship and this is the positive side of it Obviously, the other side of it goes with it, that to stay away from negative company. Negative human company, we don't think of ourselves as better than anyone, but we do not associate with company that is not conducive. And, apart from human company, the company of things around us, all these devices and all the things that are all, all the time driving us towards haram. So, in that company, obviously, it's going to become very difficult. So to develop this love of Allah Ta'ala, this requires this effort, this muraqaba of shukr. Then, the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. Man akthara shay'an, man ahabba shay'an akthara min zikrihi. This is a standard thing that a person loves something, he excessively will remember it. A person loves his car, he'll hear him talking about it all the time. He'll be looking for some excuse to start talking about it. And somebody loves something else, he'll talk about it. So whatever a person loves, he talks excessively about it. The converse also works. When a person remembers something excessively, it will develop the love in his heart. So in dunya this happens, why it won't happen when he takes the name of Allah Ta'ala repeatedly? So the daily regular zikr of Allah Ta'ala, what we are doing in the masjid collectively, this is as part of ta'aleem. This is as a form of targheeb and encouragement. This is not something to be done only when there is some program of some sort. This is something for us to do daily in our space and time. The zikr of Allah Ta'ala and all this with the intention of the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. The zikr of Allah for the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. The ibadat of Allah Ta'ala for the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. The muraqaba that we make to develop the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. So, these are just few things, there are many many things, but when a person constantly will keep making an effort in this direction, he is making his tasbihat, his zikr regularly, he is making his muraqaba regularly, he is reciting the Quran Sharif with azmat and muhabbat regularly, daily, and he is keeping in good company, he is keeping in reading good writings of the Akabir Ahlullah. Then in time, as we said, if that hen sits on that egg for 21 days consecutively, then in time that life will come into that egg. So likewise, the person keeps constant. For many, the minimum is 40 days. And some, if it was done not too well, it might require a little more, maybe four months. But when a person keeps constant on something, inshallah the effect will come. It will happen with the fazal of Allah Ta'ala. This is a system Allah Ta'ala has placed in this dunya. And in this way, inshallah, everything then will become very easy. To fulfill the commands of Allah Ta'ala will become very easy. To refrain from what Allah Ta'ala has forbidden will become very easy. But it requires this effort. Small, trivial, minor things of dunya, we can't acquire without effort. 
the love of Allah Ta'ala, the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, which is the essence of everything, which will take us to Allah Ta'ala, that if it's going to be something we expect to happen without any effort, it's in the control of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala will give grant it to somebody, but that's not the rule. That's the exception. Somebody got it with his judge. The rule is that وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُولَنَا Those who will strive to reach Allah Ta'ala, they will make the effort, Allah Ta'ala will open the way for them. May Allah Ta'ala grant us a tawfiq, Allah Ta'ala enable us to become His true and obedient servants. Allah Ta'ala bless us with this muhabbat. This is the thing that we have to make dua for desperately, make this effort for, and make every effort to try and acquire this. This is what will transform our whole lives for the better, and will make this life of dunya also an example of jannat, and will take us to jannat as well. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq. وآخر دعوانا عن الحمد لله ഹലഹിമിയുമാഹുഅല്ല <laughs> ഇല്ലാ <laughs> 
دل میرا ہو جا ایک میدان تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو غیر سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو جدر اور میرے تن میں بجائے آب و گل درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفس و شیطا دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ ہے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار ناماسیاں تو بھی مگر غفار ہے یا رب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بس تادم آخر وردے زبائے میرے الہ لا الہ الا اللہ 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 
الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم واعف وتكرم وتجاوز عما تعلم انك انت الاعز الاكرم اللهم ان قلوبنا ونواصينا وجوارحنا بيدك لم تملكنا منها شيئا فاذا فعلت ذلك بنا فكن انت ولينا وهدنا الى سواء السبيل اللهم اقسم لنا من خشيتك ما تحول به بيننا وبين معصيتك ومن طاعتك ما تبلغنا به جنتك ومن اليقين ما تهون به علينا مصائب الدنيا اللهم متعنا باسماعنا وابصارنا وقواتنا ما احييتنا واجعله الوارث منا واجعل ثارنا على من ظلمنا وانصرنا على من عادانا ولا تجعل مصيبتنا في ديننا ولا تجعل مصيبتنا في ديننا ولا تجعل مصيبتنا في ديننا ولا تجعل الدنيا اكبر همنا ولا تجعل الدنيا اكبر همنا ولا مبلغ علمنا ولا غايه رغبتنا ولا تسلط علينا من لا يخافك فينا ولا يرحمنا ربنا هب لنا من ازواجنا وذرياتنا قره اعين واجعلنا للمتقين اماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الابرار ربنا واتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخذنا يوم القيامه 
ولا تخزنا يوم القيامه ولا تخزنا يوم القيامه انك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم ثبتنا على الايمان وامتنا على الايمان واحشرنا يوم القيامه مع الايمان اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها وزكها انت خير من زكاها انت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لاحسن الاخلاق لا يهدي لاحسنها الا انت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها الا انت اله العالمين يا الله ومس مرسف الله بوس غريشس بوس كايد بوس لافيك الله اله العالمين يا الله فوجيفس يا الله يا الله فوجيفس يا الله يا الله فوجيفس يا الله يا الله فوجيف اول او بيجيت باينسنز يا الله Allah forgive all the sins we did deliberately and mistakenly ya Allah Allah forgive our families ya Allah forgive our friends and relatives ya Allah forgive the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahul alamin forgive the ummah ya Allah Allah forgive the ummah ya Allah Allah remove the suffering of the ummah ya Allah Allah remove the pain and hardship of the ummah ya Allah Allah remove the poverty of the ummah ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah those who are without food give them food to eat ya Allah Allah those who are without clothes give them clothing to wear ya Allah Those are without shelters, give them shelters, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant afiyat to one and all, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you remove all the tests and trials, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we acknowledge whatever is happening is due to our sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us and forgive the entire ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the azab, Ya Allah. Remove the punishments, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant afiyat to one and all, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant afiyat to one and all, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, remove the oppression from the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, hold back the hands of the oppressors, Ya Allah. Allah give them hidayat also ya Allah. Allah if hidayat is not destined for them ya Allah. Ya Allah bring such a punishment on them that becomes ibrat for the entire mankind ya Allah. Ilahul alamin ya Allah you make us yours ya Allah. You become ours and make us yours ya Allah. You become ours and make us yours ya Allah. Allah fill our hearts with your mohabbat ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your mohabbat ya Allah. Allahumma arzuqna hubbak. وحب من يحبك والعمل الذي يبلغنا حبك اللهم اجعل حبك احب الينا من انفسنا واهلينا ومن الماء البارد اله العالمين يا الله don't leave us to ourselves ya allah yalla you guide us and protect us ya allah yalla you save us from the traps of nafs shaitan ya allah ilahu alamin without your help and guidance we'll become trapped completely ya allah yalla we'll become destroyed ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah you save us from every deception of nafs shaitan ya allah ilahu alamin he comes in such deceptive ways that we cannot ya allah protect ourselves ya allah yalla you protect us ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah yalla you save us from all the fitna and fasad ya allah yalla save us from all the evils ya allah ilahu alamin save us from all the sins ya allah yalla save us from the sins of the eyes ya allah ilahu alamin you protect us ya allah yalla you save us and guide us ya allah ilahu alamin save us from this ya allah from getting trapped in all the evil of the devices ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah yalla you protect us and guide us ya allah yalla save us from the sins of the ears ya allah Save us from the sins of the tongue, Ya Allah. Protect us from the sins of the hands and feet, Ya Allah. Protect us from the sins of the heart, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, purify our hearts, Ya Allah. From all the evils, purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove the malice, Ya Allah. Remove the jealousy, Ya Allah. Remove the hatred, Ya Allah. Remove the ego, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the love of dunya, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the, Ya Allah, all the other sins and evils of the heart, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with the love of the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of Salah, Ya Allah. 
full of hearts with the love of zikr and dua, ya Allah. Ya Allah, full of hearts with the love of deen and the effort of deen, ya Allah. Ya Allah, use us and accept us for the effort of deen till our last breath, ya Allah. With ikhlas and afiyat, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who are, ya Allah, in atikaf throughout the world, ya Allah, accept each one's atikaf, ya Allah. Allah, accept each one's atikaf, ya Allah. Make it a means of gaining your qurb and muhabbat, ya Allah. Make it a means of becoming your true and obedient servants, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, make it a means of becoming the true ummatis of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, did so much for this ummat, ya Allah. How much he, ya Allah, cried for this ummat, ya Allah. How much pain and suffering he undertook for this ummat, ya Allah. He was stoned for this ummat, ya Allah. Until his entire body bled, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, he was mocked and jeered because, ya Allah, he was calling towards you, ya Allah. Ya Allah, so that this message of yours could reach us, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, how much of persecution he underwent, ya Allah. Ya Allah, today this is the, ya Allah, the appreciation we showed for all his efforts that we've turned our backs on his way of life, ya Allah. Ya Allah, we've forsaken his sunnah, ya Allah. We've forsaken his way of life in every aspect, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, this is a terrible, ya Allah, and a very serious, ya Allah, ingratitude that we have shown, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you bring us onto the way of life of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Enable us to adopt his sunnah, ya Allah. Enable us to adopt his akhlaq, ya Allah. Bless us with the akhlaq of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ilahul alameen, ya Allah. Make us his true ummatis, ya Allah. Make us such people that tomorrow on the day of Qiyamah, he will be happy to see us, Ya Allah. Make him happy to see us, Ya Allah. Make him embrace us, Ya Allah. Grant us the water of coaster from his Mubarak hand, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, save us from being among those who will be told, Suhkan, Suhkan, that get away from here, get away from here. Ya Allah, if Nabi Islam chases us, Ya Allah, what is left for our destruction, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, you save us from being destroyed on the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you guide us at every step of our life, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are very weak, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't put any tests and trials upon us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are too weak to be tested, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, do not put tests on our dunya, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, do not put any tests on our deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, do not put us in any tests in our deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, do not put us in any tests in our deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, establish us on Iman and Islam, Ya Allah. Grant us ikhlas and sincerity, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, remove nifaq from our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts, Ya Allah, with ikhlas and sincerity, Ya Allah. Grant us tawakkul, Ya Allah. Grant us taqwa, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with taqwa, Ya Allah. Grant us inabat and ruju, Ya Allah. Grant us khashiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with all the noble qualities, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, unite the hearts of the ummah, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of spouses, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of parents and children, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of brothers and sisters, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of families, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of communities, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of the Ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, in this Mubarak month, whatever A'mal we've done, Ya Allah, nothing is worthy of presenting to you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, out of your grace and mercy, accept it, Ya Allah. Out of your grace and mercy, overlook all the faults and mistakes, Ya Allah. And out of your grace and mercy, accept it and make it a means of our hidayat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all those who are sick, give them shifai, kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima. Allah, remove every trace of their illnesses, Ya Allah. Allah, all those with any kind of hardship and difficulty, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Allah, remove all the suffering and pain, Ya Allah. Fill the hearts with peace and serenity, Ya Allah. 
Ilahul Alamin, those are financial problems, remove it with Asiyat, Ya Allah. Grant Barkat in each one's rizq, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, all those who have passed away, be their complete Maghfirat, Ya Allah. Fill their covers with Noor, Ya Allah. Allah, give them the high stages in the Akhirat, Ya Allah. Allah, the time of our death, take us with the Kalima, La ilaha illallah. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Allah, take us on Iman Kamil, Ya Allah. Take us on Tawbat and Nasuh, Ya Allah. Allah, take us at a time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, grant us the shafat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah, give us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Allah, we don't deserve anything, Ya Allah. We acknowledge we don't deserve anything, Ya Allah. But Ya Allah, your mercy and your karam, Ya Allah, doesn't look for those who are deserving, Ya Allah. Allah, your karam descends on even those who are not deserving, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you remove people from the, Ya Allah, from the pubs and those who are, Ya Allah, completely in intoxication, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you remove them from the places of drinking and alcohol, Ya Allah. You made somebody Habib Ajmi, Ya Allah. Allah, you made somebody Bishr Hafi, Ya Allah. You made somebody Malik bin Dinari, Ya Allah. Allah, you made somebody Abdullah bin Mubarak, Ya Allah. Allah, you brought them from where not and made them the Imams of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Allah, you made them the great personalities of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Allah, whatever we are, we are your servants, Ya Allah. From your, Ya Allah, out of your grace, we have bowed down to you alone, Ya Allah. Allah, we have not bowed down to any tree, Ya Allah. We didn't bow down to any cow, Ya Allah. We didn't bow down to any inanimate object, Ya Allah. And out of your mercy and your grace, we bow down to you alone, Ya Allah. Whatever we are, Ya Allah, we are your most sinful servants, Ya Allah. We are filthy, Ya Allah. Allah, from head to toe, we are covered in this filth and sin, Ya Allah. But whatever we are, we are yours, Ya Allah. We are your servants, Ya Allah. We are the ummatis of your Nabi, Sallallahu Alaihi Ya Allah. Ilahulalamid, Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. You accept us, Ya Allah. We don't deserve anything, but you grant it to us, Ya Allah. Ilahulalamid, you grant us your muhabbat also, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us khatma bil khair, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us jannatul firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahulalamid, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you accept all the efforts of deen that are taking place, Ya Allah. Accept the efforts of the madaris and masajid, Ya Allah. Accept the efforts of the makatib, Ya Allah. Accept the efforts of the khanqah, Ya Allah. Accept the work of da'wah and tabligh, Ya Allah. And accept all the organizations of deen, Ya Allah. That are making an effort for deen in the correct manner, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, whatever effort of deen is taking place, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, which you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you accept it, Ya Allah. Where there's any mistakes, Ya Allah, you forgive the mistakes, Ya Allah. And grant the topic of correcting the wrongs, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make it a means of hidayat, Ya Allah. Make it a means of benefit for the ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you accept the efforts of the ulama kiram Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you accept the efforts of the mashayat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you accept the efforts of one and all, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. You make all the efforts a means of hidayat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Save us from the deceptions of shaitan, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, in this Mubarak month, whatever time is left, Ya Allah. And enable us to use this time correctly, Ya Allah. Enable us to use this time correctly, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who ask us to make dua for them, Ya Allah, you grant them the best of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Remove all their pain and suffering, Ya Allah. Fulfill all their pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who have raised their hands to this dua, Ya Allah, you don't know of each one's heart, Ya Allah. You know each one's cry, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you fulfill each one's needs from the ghayb, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant the best of dunya and akhirat to each one, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant barakat in each one's rizq, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant your muhabbat to one and all, Ya Allah. Grant your muhabbat to one and all, Ya Allah. Grant your muhabbat to one and all, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all the good that Rasulullah sallallahu begged for. Ya Allah, we also begging for all that good. Whatever Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sought refuge from, Ya Allah, you grant us refuge as well, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever we have asked for, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, you grant it to us out of your grace and mercy, Ya Allah. 
what we should have asked for and have not asked Ya Allah, without even asking you, granting to us Ya Allah. اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحابه المعين والحمد